Hello and welcome back to Black or Couch Reviews. I'm your host Christina. We are back for a movie review. We are finally here to discuss the Batman which came out this year. It is yet another <laughs> remake of the beloved animated series, comic, so on and so forth. Uh, we haven't or we hadn't I should say saw a huge gap between the last adaptation and this one so at the time that it came out although I did enjoy the cast that I saw much more much more enthusiastically than I did when Ben Affleck was announced I remember my exact reaction to that and thus i never even delved back in i like the the christian bale series the the trilogy but not the majority of the storytelling like if it wasn't for the fact that Kristen, christian is it christian or Kristen? no it's christian christian bale was so phenomenal playing bruce wayne and that heath ledger was so phenomenal playing the joker i don't think that series would be as remembered for its particular storytelling because i feel that's where things were like i don't i never go back to the second batman or the first batman in that trilogy like it's a yawn fest for me the second one (laughs) the one with joker was great and then bane i pretty much was disappointed all around so once again that one was a good portrayal of the characterization of batman but it didn't have the support necessary with the exception of the joker and that film the dark knight uh to to really say i've really enjoyed a batman trilogy in a while i think the last one or even something even comes close to the last one because i can't it's been that long is when michael keaton was batman there was a brief moment where george clooney took the mantle and that was just a whole lot of disappointment simply because he wasn't believable as batman neither was the the senior citizen they were pushing out and repelling out whatever you want to say in front of us in dc titans so i've been overall disappointed in the whole dc uh, snyder universe i've never watched any of those films i have no desire to do so but I felt myself compelled to give this new take a try mainly because I heard a lot of good reviews about it it was the second highest grossing film of 2022 so it was kind of hard to avoid (laughs) a lot of media attention but there was a lot of praise for the performance and the cast and the cinematography and the directing and the action sequences everything was great with the exception of the runtime i think that's what most critics say and i totally agree that is the only thing that took off points 
in this episode was how long it was i was like jesus fucking christ (laughs) i feel like i've been watching this for seven hours (laughs) and that is never a good thing it is not it just isn't so i rated this movie a 9.7 out of 10 it's just too damn long just too long sorry i i think that and i can literally point to the scenes that could have just been chopped all the way and a lot of it came in the last 20 or no about 30 to 40 minutes of the movie where it's like okay now we're getting sluggish even with the action still popping off and explosions that you know wake your eyeballs up because you know that's porn it's a action porn for those that like disaster movies like myself but it also had me begging for the conclusion because i was like we need to wrap this shit on up (laughs) so before we jump into the review let's take a peek behind the curtains i just want to ask peers maybe grab a pencil take some notes i'm about to drop knowledge so we know that this is a superhero film based on the dc comics character batman produced by warner brother pictures it is directed by matt reeves i don't think his name is familiar to me but he did do cloverfield and i loved me some i think that's one of my favorite movies of all time i don't know about the dawn of the planet of the apes which i felt like i saw and maybe forgotten and i sure as shit didn't delve into war for the planet of the apes because it was not good after the first movie (laughs) i do know annie circus was in that and he is alfred plays alfred in the batman playing our beloved butler alfred matt reeves wrote the movie along with peter craig who has a long list of credits to him the town loved it the hunger games mocking jay part one and two bad boys for life and is the story writer on the top gun maverick movie that is coming out in which no one asked for i'm sure someone i I, I guess if you're into that nostalgia i was over tom cruise personally as a person and an actor like 12 years ago the minute he started jumping on oprah's couch is when things got a little murky and since then he's just been testing the limits of his testosterone as a human being until one day it may go wrong that's what happens too when you're a short person when you're a short man sometimes you can't live with that (laughs) so you do a lot of shit to make up for that insecurity i'm just spitballing these are alleged thoughts just coming from absolutely no one of importance but they're my feelings nonetheless cinematography by greg frazier edited by william hoy and tyler nielsen music by michael g giacchino hopefully i said that right giacchino (laughs) uh there is 
apparently need for long care today so if you hear that in the background my apologies let's get to our cast of characters shall we rob pattinson plays bruce wayne slash batman whom i really have not seen in anything as a serious actor i know he was in twilight and i cannot watch twilight and thus i don't this is my first true assessment of him as a character or as an actor in any meaningful role and i thought he did a fabulous job zoe kravitz as selena kyle i've seen her in plenty of other roles so i already knew she was an outstanding performer paul dano as edward nashton another outstanding actor jeffrey wright once again just keeping it rolling with those oscar worthy performance type of folks on the payroll as james gordon john totoro as carmine falcone i am currently watching him in severance and him and bert are seriously shipping the shit out of my heart right now peter skarsgård sarsgård as gil colson who got a brief performance but <laughs> it was memorable andy circus is alfred pennyworth i'm glad when he's not just utilized as someone who could do good um what do you even call that i'm not sure but good facial animation work or you know encompassing a creature we all know him as smeagol and from planet of the apes don't remember the character's name and a lot more um credits to him but he's a solid just physical actor as well colin farrell as oswald oz cobblepot slash penguin i did not even recognize that as colin farrell like i kept trying to find colin farrell and that to me is an achievement in itself but he also rounded out quite frankly a pretty stellar a plus cast here that all did their fucking job and that is sometimes rare Uh, it has been rare in the dc movie universe that's for damn sure and thus i was impressively blown away by the performances because everybody showed up and showed out i understood the assignment i understood the assignment that's like my favorite soundbite right now so you will probably hear it across multiple podcasts (laughs) because every time i'm like ah i start dancing to it so let's go into the gist of it now that we've given credit where credits due and discuss the plot I will say listening to someone breathing is never something I want to be privy to for five minutes ever again. (laughs) I can hear the saliva. I can hear the breath fogging up the mask and it just makes me feel like it smells like rotten eggs in there. And thus that was an uncomfortable five minutes. This is the first victim in the Riddler's or Riddler's multi-murder spree to bring 
severe punishment and justice to those that he feels has been responsible for the corruption and destruction of this city and that he is himself a victim of the absolute seediness in which they are supposed to be protected from it is a familiar story especially when you think about the joker so panning to the last scene of the episode i thought that was an incredibly well-written tie-in but that is where we begin with riddler's manifesto which is played out throughout the entire movie it is him and james lieutenant james gordon so long before he is commissioner he is going to be moving or growing towards that which i forgot to mention in the knowledge section is that they do plan to have this as a trilogy they've already planned two sequels and then two spin-off television series are also in development for hbo max i think that they can do well with that but i also know that they have a a tendency to shoot themselves in the own foot in their own foot however the fact that they're shaking up things even at the television level with dc and their content makes me feel that somebody is finally getting the memos that says throw everybody out kick it mm-mm. most of y'all got to go if you cannot perform or write up to the task to hand to some of the best characters in comic book history then you don't deserve your job you got to move on all right we have been keeping on subpar for a very 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 long time entirely too long and it is it is worth note that you finally have something that's successful that you finally realize okay this is how it can be done right and i think this movie showcases that heavily to to actually like dragging what came before it to the point of anyway because everything before that was doo-doo caca i'm not gonna pretend my feelings aren't my feelings <laughs> but while i am a much huger dc fan over marvel i i think that makes me angrier that dc hasn't been showing up marvel that is relatively has been a little playing it to a certain formula that repeats itself again and again because it's a winning one and if you're gonna shake that up you're gonna have to define yourself in a different way you're gonna have to lean into and stop trying to copycat that particular formula it works there but it's not meant to work over here i hope i'm making sense (laughs) because i had to i had to definitely intoxicate myself because that movie is too goddamn long i was like oh my god we're gonna need snacks and a lot more liquor (laughs) okay so I really like that we saw an actual team up between Gordon and Batman. Like it felt like they were an actual team 
versus just the man that puts on the light that shows up and tells him what he needs to like we see them boots on the ground investigative investigate teen i did say i i was drinking right so putting that out there already don't judge me about all of the stumbling that is about to happen over these words so they are very tight at the hip and have this close bond that seems to have for two for the last two years been cemented already so we don't have to watch them go back and forth or do i trust you do i not trust you no they've already established that they are a team and we see that consistently and i don't think we've seen that before in any batman movie that i can recall i know it was like that in the comics but it really hasn't been translated on screen i like the fact that jeffrey wright is playing like to me i hate this whole idea of let me caveat it there's a lot of people who get really up in arms about comic book characters being racially as they should be in said comics one that a really really negates a performance when you're only asking for a certain facial type right not not a talent you're saying i have to bypass the talent for the role because they don't fit cosmetically what this character represents like that somehow should be the defining point of said character instead of who they are that's the first part now the caveat is here because i know a lot of people will say well what about if they take a black character and they they change up the race on that character what i would say to that particular point is there are not as many black characters in the dc or marvel comic universe for that to be co-opted and they are never really brought to the forefront in any of these particular series they're mostly side characters with the exception of black panther which is why it was such a big deal and a hit in its own right that can't be taken away from it that's when like they were like oh wow black people want to see themselves in movies or representation matters and thus you can't necessarily use that same argument for black characters because they're it's a remote thing like it's already in itself (laughs) a very limited versus the hundreds upon thousands of front center white characters that have been in comic books so that is that is the caveat that whether you agree with it or not is is how these characters should be cast when you're talking about translating something that's in a cut then don't watch the don't watch the movie version then stick with the comic version because that's the one you know that's the one that supports whatever theory or hypothesis or uh sense of self if that's what you need stay in that world then don't no one's asking you not to shit then you get so mad you get so mad like they've taken an affront against you you don't own this shit (laughs) you didn't write these characters you can have an attachment to them but you don't own them 
and my my thing is if if the if you sell the rights to a comic book then clearly they they're not making caveats either of in the future if anyone takes this role they need to be caucasian to match the caucasian it's silly it's very silly this idea that people even watching historical movies will be like well that's how it was like you see a black person or indian person or anyone of color in the medieval times and like that's not realistic what bitch did you think that we was just living under a rock in the ocean like y'all y'all really need to actually go investigate some shit (laughs) you kind of co-opted a lot of shit that was going on from these cultures that are both black and brown and you then reincorporated to them into your failing societies <laughs> and then when you got a little bit of power y'all all just thought the whole entire you just whitewashed the whole thing that's history and if you don't understand that now in 2022 then you yourself are living under a rock in the ocean <laughs> uh that's my soapbox moment uh table talk about how i felt a lot of the characterizations in this were really well balanced like we had a good balance of uh, a good racial balance racially balanced cast that's what i was trying to say and thus that also feels more realistic and approachable as a movie in itself because you do want to see black characters in these at least play you know like this is not the first batman right so we know other characters have played this role and they've all been caucasian so for us to see it in a light where oh okay jeffrey wright's playing it and he's black and what's his interpretation of this role being a black man coming at this character what additional things could he bring and there were a few moments where i was like yeah that's that black daddy coming out (laughs) okay well what was the one oh i'm gonna forget now so one scene he's just like yelling because he was very mild-mannered and then one scene he's just (laughs) he let the the nigga come out english motherfucker do you speak it i recently been watching episodes of the boondocks and i forgot how funny that show was (laughs) we gotta put that on the summer roster at some point once we get down with rick and morty because shy has never seen it (laughs) i'm like oh you don't know what you missing (laughs) so we have to introduce that to her because we love corrupting folks back to the guest uh plot of the movie so the riddler has decided that he's going to take out the people that he believes is responsible but it all leads to the rat which he has co-opted batman's participation in because he admires him and i very much got flash reverse flash vibes here like i'm a fan of you and then when you meet your hero and they're like you're fucking crazy and you're like what i'll show you i'm normal during the day but at night turn to a monster when the moon shines like ice world truckers except that didn't happen until the end of the movie so we didn't know 
exactly how he was utilizing batman he just wants to find out what's going on and he is led to a thumb drive after mitchell is killed who is the uh, was it the yeah he was the mayor don mitchell jr he's killed in his home i don't know how someone could be behind you breathing like that and you don't hear him (laughs) but he attacks him in his home kills him after his child and his wife has left meaning that he's intentional in his kills he's not going after what is the word collateral damage until the end of the episode so i thought that was a little interesting turn there considering how consistently he had about making the people pay that should pay and then he completely devolved into chaos but i suppose that's what happens when you're a psychopath whatever message you did have it gets lost and then it just becomes about mayhem and everyone else suffering the way you have suffered and his followers because you know don't matter how fucking crazy you are you're gonna get some fucking followers <laughs> that's one thing that the media social media has taught is that there is a room for every behind every door there's a club so they end up finding the thumb which led to one of the most laugh out loud moments is when the thumb drive ironically had the thumb attached that he took off of mitchell in his car gordon was so mad when he had to actually use his thumb drive to get into the laptop he's like this guy he ain't funny this guy and they find photo images of him with a woman it's annika koslov who works at the iceberg lounge and that lounge is operated by oz aka oswald and oswald works as the lieutenant for carmine falcone who is the boss of all bosses in gotham city when he starts kicking ass and taking names i love the the consistency with the twins the first time he shows up as batman i like when he also walks into rooms and shit people are not quite used to him showing up they mention things like chain of evidence come on is that not a thing anymore he shows up at crime scenes he can kind of do whatever he wants he has carte blanche and officers are correctly a little like well you know you don't have the agency to do this you don't even we don't know what your psyche is we just assume you're one of the good guys but we don't have really a lot of information to go on regarding that you're just someone who is apparently above the law and only allowed into these crime scenes because of gordon and that is still looked down upon as his boss the commissioner pete savage i know that guy from somewhere but he definitely doesn't like the batman being there there's a moment where he looks at the kid and i don't know how that kid didn't look at him and remember like i remember that sad puppy dog look the batman gave me that look and now bruce wayne's looking at me with that same fucking look holy shit 
that's batman that would be me as a child <laughs> it is sad that he had to find his father because we saw he was playing with him and whatever piece of shit he was as a person that's still your daddy this leads them or leads him to the iceberg lounge where he he pops off doing what he does best this is when he meets selena kyle for the first time i like that awkward moment when he's staring at her she's staring at him like what the fuck and then penguin's like We also get a little controversy here because he's coming to him they call him mr vengeance i think that's pretty funny but he's coming to him wanting information and he watches a drug deal go down very blatantly in front of him and he doesn't do anything about that because that's not his priority he notices that selena recognizes annika from the photo and he also realizes they are wearing the same boots so he decides to follow her back to her apartment annika lives with her as her roommate i think they are probably lovers i do know that selena is bisexual in the comic books bruce watches what she does watches her open the safe to get the passport a little fight ensues but he gets the best of her fairly quickly and after both of them escape the detection of a cop she finally says look i don't know what you think is going on i'm just trying to help out a friend they stole her passport i'm getting it back for her because he has annika's passport he agrees she did seem upset at her apartment indicating that he was spying on her so he says let's go talk to her and gives her said passport i love that they both have black uh, motorbikes motorcycles whatever you want to call those (laughs) i'm never gonna be on one so i have to worry about it i like their chemistry a lot i thought it was very strong throughout the the entirety of the movie something he's not looking to follow up on but he quite can't help himself being a little stuck on he is intrigued by her and he understands her by the end of the episode or end of the movie i'm so used to doing tv but unfortunately their paths just are not meant to be on the same despite the fact that they have a shared desire to help those a little less fortunate than themselves her not in the same capacity that he wants to be i think she's a little bit more of a realist i don't want to fight this battle that can't be won but he commits himself and finds himself by the end of end of the movie so i like the fact that they mirror their first reaction or interaction with each other with them both kind of starting out discovering a lot about themselves that they didn't quite know before they met each other they didn't get back to the apartment annika's gone the apartment's trashed 
and he realizes that her name is selena and that she has a lot of disconnect notices she also has a lot of cats because <laughs> she has a thing for strays he says you're gonna help me for your friend because that's the way to ask somebody for their help he tells her she's not safe here she says i can take care of myself they decide to do an operation into club 44 which is where all the mobsters hang out downstairs she goes in with her pink wig and she does not like using his little eye camera things to be eye candy and identify all of the people that are corrupt in the city which includes pretty much all of the da <laughs> also the commissioner fred savage or peter savage for some reason he wanted to say fred was killed by some rats placed on his face that's a shitty way to die and we just saw him giving people shit when he himself is a turd selena is able to catch the attention of the da gil colson who definitely looked at her like he just found heaven what the heck is going on around here i do not at all mean to be disrespectful when i say this but are some actresses nowadays getting too skinny i have been meaning to bring this up on charmed and i will write a note to bring it up about the fact that i was watching the actress ruby and she was so tiny and i remember seeing her in the previous season she wasn't fat not even big bone not not by any measure and i feel as if there must be this trend i love carrie washington but i'm seeing a lot of a lot of actresses becoming so petite that it feels as if they're starving themselves a bit i know that there's a vegan craze going around as well <laughs> i know that some people like tanny way newton she's naturally she's always been the same weight for years but i i know these other actresses that have been looking uh, a healthy weight even being you know still you know model fashion and now they just look like waifs and i feel like that's the new trend to look like waifs and i do know that women go through these particular trends i mean just look at history where a lot of women thought that being so pale that putting arsenic on your face was a good eye fucking deal because that was in fashion that was considered attractive and i am a little concerned because i just like with that it's an unhealthy attractiveness that it become it's becoming so normalized and no one's saying anything about it it's the same thing with kim what was her name no it wasn't our kardashian because i don't follow those people nicole kidman that's who it was and a recent show i saw her in and i was like you've always been a slim woman and now you just look you look not well uh i also know that in the case of <laughs> in the case of zoe kravitz she's also been a small woman but 
she does seem smaller even in this movie than i'm used to seeing her so maybe my eyes are deceiving me but i'd be curious if anyone else is noticing this trend don't get me wrong she looked beautiful she's just so tiny it's <laughs> just teeny 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 tiny like i can put my my hand around your whole entire wrist lady and still have room she then is not accosted but approached by because oz comes in after she chases after one of the women that mentioned something about anika she says are you crazy keep your voice down oz is like what's up like no it's just girl talk homeboy batman is pissed off about this because he wanted her to stay consistently with gil but she's like i don't think you give a shit about what happens to me because <laughs> he gives her an earpiece and you're more about taking these people down than you are about my personal safety and i have kind of a problem with that and i want you to be concerned with my personal safety even though i said i could take care of myself the conversation she has with falcone he's like i haven't seen you down here in a while how are you doing this is familiar in a way that bruce cannot square and he immediately calls her out about it in the bathroom like what kind of relationship i don't have a relationship with him she gets upset and ends the whole entire operation she also thankfully does not get in the car with gil because he chased her ass all the way out the club trying to get that i came looking for booty it's unfortunately his turn to to dance with the riddler the riddler knocks him out the next day at the funeral he has him send his car through (laughs) and crash it has the batman come we saw bruce wayne everybody wanted to need a photo of him everyone wanted to talk with him uh carmine or was it carmine yeah carmine was there as well and he had a brief conversation with bruce they don't seem to like each other but he is known as the you know the the boy of gotham the orphan i love how he was dragged for that even though i feel that that is not his fault but i also understand where he was coming from at the end of this movie when the riddler was talking about oh there's a difference between you being an orphan and the orphan i grew up because that shit's factual doesn't mean you should compare however (laughs) you being an orphan you would think you would be down for helping out orphans because that is something that we see that bruce has neglected growing up he's just become a recluse more addicted to his batman persona than he has being the philanthropist that his parents were or even being interested in the company interested in helping the community being a community leader that is also something that he has within his power and he doesn't quite understand yet that that white privilege is just as beneficial as the batman that's what makes the movie feel relevant and relatable because it feels like it's someone who is living in these times and not trying to write outdated themes when we have we don't need to to 
<laughs> to write it in the particular ways in which we need to keep everybody on fucking pedestals these people are rich they have the capacity to enact a lot of change and despite his parents being the good people they still were capable just like anyone else of being corrupted in a sense because that is a little bit what comes with power so that is also part of bruce wayne's journey is him walking that type rope between law and lawlessness justice and vengeance and for the entirety of this movie you see his mind is a lot more solidly in the camp of vengeance which is why he is called mr vengeance than it is on justice he even makes comments like it sounds like some people got what they deserved (laughs) and that you need to not be so naive gordon about the people in your department you're a good guy but i don't trust any of them motherfuckers he has a reason for that however we find out in the end that he isn't in fact alone that there isn't one you know solid good cop out of the whole entire police force there are i think that was the same thing that i was discussing in titans is that you can't uh wash everyone with the same cloth that's not fair there is corruption in the police department but that's not to say that there isn't those that are not corrupt colson will not give up the name of his rat because he says look i'm a dead man either way at least this way my family and my children are safe and they will not be murdered so he is unfortunately blown up in the church of the funeral of another man that was murdered by this same (laughs) vigilante in a way right because he what is the difference between what he is doing and what batman in his own psyche is doing you're going out there you're taking justice in your own hands he feels that i'm doing the same thing these people aren't good people and even bruce agrees they deserve what they get (laughs) i'm not shedding any tears or losing any sleep over their deaths however in even thinking that you are creating your own enemies because the inspiration they got from you and then the disconnect even though they felt especially him in that moment that he was that they were a duo they were a team and he's also very smart and the only one that seems to be able to figure out these riddles alfred as well helped with the cipher and was able to to assist several times after this particular particular uh death things are looking awfully grim (laughs) and they think that the informant must be the penguin so they decide to track him to a drug deal selena however shows up and decides that she's just gonna steal money and dip out but in the trunk of kenzie mckenzie's car she finds the dead body she has been strangled and she is pissed off about it it then goes down 
and a chase ensues and let me tell you something about that chase man that shit was epic as fuck (laughs) that was worth all of the screen time that they spent on it um the the whole like i love stuff like that that was just eye candy for me i love the ending of said chase when he's like i got you motherfucker i got you and you see the batmobile come out of the fucking flames the added detail of the intimidating walk the cape in the wind (laughs) also like the touch of every time we do see him walking or we hear him before we see him like they did on preacher for the saint of killers that's some intimidating shit also oz your airbags suck dude they did not deploy one time why was that on my mind i do not know but it was uh they decide to question him together both gordon and um bruce about him being the rat he says uh y'all good (laughs) y'all are good with a duet or something why don't y'all start harmonizing what is this good cop crazy bat (laughs) he had some good lines but he says no i'm not a rat call me a lot of things but i don't snitch that shit is not okay yes we took over the operation yeah people's already in their pockets but at the same time i didn't snitch out nobody and then they realized that they actually have a way of communicating with the riddler when he realized it was url or something to that effect and he needs to confirm or deny that oz is the rat but he just says interesting the next person is going to be dead and he's going to be the next clue and he realizes that that person is himself him screaming in the car and us not able to hear that those are just little small details that are just mm, money everything about the direction is a 10 like i said the only thing that deducted from this entire episode was two things which i haven't gotten to yet but one of them was the time um they then get to or go to oh wait did we skip a scene i think we did because there was a moment where they were going to the orphanage because that was in one of the clues and it had the other really funny line from gordon he's like no guns he's like hey man that's your thing i got a glock in my rory unfortunately alfred don't understand that there's a madman on the loose that been blowing people up and that you shouldn't open certain packages and unfortunately he didn't follow that very rational advice and bruce is an hour too late i love the fact that we didn't watch it as it unfolded it had already happened an hour ago that was brilliant and he's already in the hospital after opening the letter bomb it was meant to kill bruce the scene in the hospital between them i thought was a nice scene but unfortunately it wasn't as strong as i wanted it to be and i'm not sure what went wrong in that particular performance or scene 
but it definitely felt almost disconnected from the movie where he's understanding that you know i've always been afraid and there's a last bit of fear that i haven't been able to stamp out and that is afraid to actually care about someone else because i don't ever want to go through the idea of losing them again we had alfred also saying you were just a kid you can't blame yourself i was supposed to protect them that was my job i taught you how to fight but i really didn't know how to be a father to you and he kind of feels as if maybe he has developed into the batman and this other persona because that was the best that he could do but it's what he needed and he tells him like i care about you even though i've been telling you you're not my father and i don't need your cufflinks <laughs> despite his best efforts you know he's uh they're not the closest as they could be despite how close he is to him because he was terrified at losing alfred and you see that there is a little bit of a, a disconnect emotionally which i think is also something we haven't seen really well done in the characterization of batman in a really long time uh, and i really hate the one we got in titans because it was just jaded old man batman and this feels like and this is a smart way to start this trilogy of i'm just now figuring out myself i'm not completely seasoned yet i'm not honed i'm still going to be prone to mistakes i'm still going to be prone to um opening up and understanding what it means to be the batman but also what it means to be bruce wayne he's neglected um both sides of himself in some type of capacity so i really like that approach of making him much younger and much more you know a little shittier you know a little obsessive not just a little he is obsessive to the point where he was replaying a conversation with someone over and over again because you can't figure them out and you're thinking if i keep watching i'll get the answer to the question that i want instead of pursuing you know an actual building rapport with said individual uh he even says i don't know if this is someone that's a friend i really just don't but after the whole drug deal thing she leaves a message and says can you hear me he has the little cats on there and he's like yeah i love the way he says selena i don't know what it is it's almost like he has to say her name and then he just completely draws on it for no reason whatsoever and she says that they need to talk she reveals that falcone is her father that her mother used to work at the club that she used to take her with her uh take her with her did i say that that he scared the shit out of her and then one day her mom said that's your daddy then her mom was murdered strangled probably from some low life and then when children's services took her away he said nothing and let her also be an orphan in the system and i like that trilogy or trinity of commonality between our three titular characters 
and upon knowing that he's like oh this after learning some disturbing news first there's evidence released about bruce wayne and about or not bruce wayne about martha and thomas wayne a lot of deep history here about the waynes and the arkhams that martha's mother killed her father and then herself and that she herself spent time in the arkham facility they covered the whole entire thing up so considering the long history between arkham inmates and got in the 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 batman i think that was a pretty intriguing bit of lore right there (laughs) and that there was a journalist during thomas's mayoral campaign that was threatening to release said information he tried to pay him off which bribing that's first off not great but hey he's trying to protect his wife which is something that alfred clarifies he did go to the club to talk to falcone about it another mirroring scene when he showed up as batman he's like you know who i am yeah i don't give a fuck shut the door in his face comes back with the twin like this motherfucker and then they get in a fight then he shows up at bruce wayne you know who i am yeah you're bruce wayne shuts the door opens it up and then it's his twin brother like they're like didn't i tell you oh my god it's fucking bruce wayne like he's a celebrity even among the thugs that's just crazy to me but he's also right the richest man in gotham i think that's why he has such notoriety but dude you walked in there like (laughs) have a bodyguard or something but falcone tells him that yes and confirms that your father did indeed ask me to deal with it take care of him and he killed the guy for his daddy and that you know let's just put this behind us and he also puts the idea in his head that moroni had his parents murdered alfred's like that's bullshit if anything it's carmine who probably had your parents murdered but at the same time i have no proof of that but i do know that he your father thomas was going to turn himself in along with carmine about what had happened because he did not anticipate the murder whatsoever and felt a lot of guilt about it and as much as he wants to put it on falcone falcone will never admit to the crime even when he gets arrested and he's like all my secrets are going to the grave with me i will confess to nothing you might as well put me in the fucking dirt he sees the batman light and he goes to meet gordon except gordon didn't turn it on and when they go up to the top floor selena's up there kicking ken's is it his name ken's kenzo she's beating the shit out of his ass she had asked before meeting with him after she revealed that falcone is her father and she's upset that they left her like that like hey can you help me take down these bad people because you know it's the right thing to do and he's like just don't do anything before i get there (laughs) like yeah i'm gonna listen to you and that's the first time they have their kiss or the first kiss that they share between them she of course has to make all the moves because he's like i have no idea what to do with myself in this moment right now <laughs> then 
we see that she is visibly upset because she did call her and there's a whole recording of the murder falcone was there knew that uh mr talkity talk 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 which was the what is his name forgot his name already oh don mitchell he had blob blabbed about the fact that he was the snitch so he strangled her but this is even worse because both of them have put it together that he probably killed her mother and this is her father and considering the backgrounds we just found out about martha's mother the parallels keep on piling up here (laughs) and she is devastated absolutely devastated she's ready to kill them he has to stop her restrain her because she's got a gun she also really wants to kill this other guy and he's like no we can do this a different way that's not what she wants to do at all so he has to stop her he's like no you need to go take care of the police side of this that's a whole mess and only i'm the only person that can handle that so (laughs) you take this recording and release it to the public because it's totally the best thing you can get better than a confession as you listen to him strangle this woman out after she confirms that he was the rat uh selena gets into the club with a pink wig on this time asked to speak with her father says that she's concerned about anika and she's just about to pull out the gun and shoot him when his guy says you need to see this shit on the news and he's like i cannot believe that all of my business just got released like that because quite frankly you never ever 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 want to be a rat that's one thing you just don't want to be is a rat not around other criminals that's a code for that shit uh so selena goes because she says hey dad (laughs) this is for my mother and she shoots at him but batman's already showed up bruce has already showed up cut the power beat some dudes up and she chases him around and she is about to get her justice because she beats the one dude down unfortunately he sneaks up behind her and says my own blood and you made me do this the way i had to kill your mother so confirmation you killed my mother bruce shows up just in time to save her but she tried to pick that gun up to kill him and he's like no please don't you have suffered enough you don't need to suffer more basically you're gonna go to jail if you kill him and you shouldn't have to for this piece of shit don't give him any more of your life than he's already taken from you and so they perp walk him out or at least batman perps walk him out and then gordon meets him there and he's talking a whole bunch of shit like i got the whole entire police force working for me because that's what oz said yeah like for the last 20 years he's been running this town everybody works for him he turned on or they they started with the renewal fund which was the 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 charity they were using it for bribes and everything then they used the moroni case to take down or to basically lift up everybody's careers and then they all work for him and the whole thing of why he thomas or why he killed the journalist instead of 
just intimidate him like thomas wanted which thomas and i like that part the effort said like he should have known better <laughs> like this guy is gonna do anything to get you in his pocket and you walked right into it uh it wasn't smart it wasn't a good thing it was a mistake but he still was a good man i very much while was entertained by these last 40 minutes i felt was i don't know i i don't i would have cut it down to about five to ten we just didn't need all of that i think it all could have correlated and i know they just want to give more time for as much as the story allows which is fine if it's like an hour of a television show but we're going into 50 more minutes of a movie and that is where unfortunately things just started going not down because there were a lot of good things that happened and it wasn't like it wasn't entertaining but it was too many things that i just didn't need i didn't need to see him be perped walked out um saying you know there's good people here i didn't have him looking back at selena didn't need oz coming out saying you know you're a fucking rat i didn't need that exchange he gets murdered i like the fact that riddler was right next door the entire time <laughs> but then they don't even have the the wherewithal to capture him in the apartment because he clearly wants to be captured he has to go to the diner so that's another five minutes that we have him staring at batman and having that smile it was good to see paul dano and and his fool not in a mass performance and that's fine but we could have just jumped right to that then we have to go back to the apartment and then we have to figure that out and go then and then the bad and then the thing it was just too much too much too much too much too much much when it got to the scene where he said you're a good cop this might be the end of batman and then he goes to arkham asylum and he talks to him was when it got interesting again because paul dano did his damn thing as a crazy motherfucker especially when he started singing (laughs) i don't know how you didn't start laughing i would have been laughing so hard not because he did anything wrong it's just anyone singing ava maria like that i'm like holy shit this guy's nuts uh but he thinks the entire time because he starts saying bruce wayne bruce wayne he's being recorded he thinks that he knows who he is but it turns out he's just bitching about the one that got away <laughs> and he talks about how he wasn't an orphan he's like he was an orphan in his tower you know having all that money to help him with his guilt <laughs> or with his life he's like yeah let me tell you about my life as an orphan 30 to a room two to a bed a child dies every year because it's too fucking cold there's not enough food there's not enough anything you're not treated right you're not nurtured in any type of capacity uh what he says by the time you're 10 or 11 you're addicted to drops these and this is that's something that selena also was saying you know let's take down these white privileged assholes because you did have the capacity even in your grief even in what and i like the 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 conversation around it right because that is part of the journey is understanding that 
he lost just the same as you but his story is not as important and the 50,000 others that is not as important but the golden boy who lost his parents everyone is talking about him everyone is you know feeling empathy for his situation but not empathy for the ones that are suffering the most and it's not completely kosher to compare grief but it's also how how (laughs) um it is there is the bigger picture so him being completely pissed off i like i loved everything about his performance when he found out that this is not his friend not at all he reveals then we had to go back i would have rather him just say boom or something to that effect and then he figured it out but them going online and that that was another thing martinez just standing there he's like what the fuck you doing well this guy's crazy he's just he doesn't know how to approach him because you know batman's never approachable (laughs) then them finding out that he's placed seven vans uh, across the i didn't even know need to know the the weapon all of that was just just recycled stuff that i just didn't need (laughs) and then we get to the last crescendo as he's watching from his cell he planted batman to be there with him so that they could watch the city destroy itself together but alas he he's disappointed in his own hero and that once again reminded me of the reverse flash batman goes and helps people with selena trying to get out of the city then realizes oh shit it's flooding a lot of people definitely got hurt a lot of people died he did his best to take down the people selena saved him she's like you're such a good person and i'm so sexually attracted to you and i will say i was very sexually attracted to rob pattinson in this uh iteration of batman even though he looks so fucking emo the entire time but i but i liked his uh portrayal of him a lot it made sense for the time as well because that's another big thing you do need to be a little time appropriate (laughs) uh i i know he's i don't even think he's that young i think he's not much older or younger than me yeah he's only 36 only he's 36 i'm 30 i'm for some reason i thought he was way younger I don't know why I thought that. Maybe because of the whole Twilight thing. But alas, now I don't feel a little bad for even lusting after him <laughs> in his emo portrayal. <laughs> He's not on my list of uh, you know, top bangable stars, but I was feeling what he was putting down in this movie. And he ends up realizing that he's supposed to be a beacon of hope and not just supposed to be the vengeance of the night selena realizes that she does not want to be a part of this anymore the cycle she's gonna just leave she's got what she was owed um she's got the money she has a chance to start a new life and she's leaving i like them with their on their bikes at the end and them going separate paths very uh apropos but he definitely is looking at what he's leaving behind and we see him not only figuratively doing that but actually doing that because she did want him to go with her but he couldn't ask her to stay 
and it felt a, an adult type of relationship like we've we've been broken by trauma <laughs> very traumatic things in our lives we're not going to approach a relationship in the way that say you know iris west allen would be meeting barry allen on top of <laughs> on top of cc jitters for some cute meet and greets i appreciated having a black female mayor who was actually running against the one man who didn't want to make change the one the the corruptive mayor that's what he was so upset about on the phone <laughs> watching that interview as she was dragging him for filth about how they keep making promises that they cannot keep and that how she stood for herself and said you know everyone keeps running in fear and just letting the people of the city down and the more you keep doing it the more we're gonna have shit like this and if no one's gonna stand up and be able to stand up for that then it's gonna continue to happen even if that means i gotta take a bullet which she does uh but we see in the end that she still hasn't lost focus of what what she intends to do and now she has she has batman to aid in the recovery we have the national guard showing up selena did warn him it's going to be a power grab and we see penguin definitely looking to step into that power grab uh, she also says that there are places that they're not going to be able to get to that crime is only going to get worse before it even begins to get better and she doesn't think it's ever going to get better and from all we see from gotham she ain't wrong <laughs> she is not wrong she also said it's going to kill you like this is going to destroy your life trying to continuously saving something that cannot be saved but that's the whole that is the whole um journey that is batman and how that how that uh continues to fuck with his psyche especially when joker decides to bring his ass onto the scene which we got a brief very brief look at in this episode because there's a cellmate that comforts the crying riddler and tells him don't worry he gives him a riddle and says that he's a friend that he did a good job and that gotham always likes to come back and then them both laughing together i thought was great and menacing and terrifying and i need to see it go down you tell him i'm coming and hell's coming with me you hear so we already discussed performances uh, i've given all of the accolades to uh, the performances that i love the things that i didn't and i'm really looking forward surprisingly <laughs> to the the next part of the the sequel and that hasn't been a feeling i've had in a very long time lastly we saw tim drake uh they don't mention who he is but it is a crossover from i'm not sure if that's meant to be tim drake or that's before he ended up being cast in titans as tim drake but tim drake was in this so is that gonna be a indication that he's gonna play batman or, Bat or robin in the dc movie because i i would like that i would like that a lot we do have feedback for this movie review so let's hop on into the mailbag 
and that is me shy i am here to give my feedback for the batman movie um hope i just finished listening to your flash podcast not too long ago and you were saying something about um my feedback not being clear or loud or whatever uh yeah please let me know if um this one is an issue as well i might need a, to download a new type of app I'm not sure what else I can do to fix the issue. I'm not tax savvy savvy in that way to where I don't know. I'm just I just press record and start talking. So it might be the app that I'm using that's not that great. So yes, let let assistant know. Um, but yes, I'm finally here. I'm you know I needed a minute uh, as um have told you all. Uh, Recently, it's been a rough week. Um, the issue of guns this week has really soured my mood um, because, again, my my week started out with the murder suicide um, of a um, and a ten year old watching his stepfather murder his mother, murder his grandmother, and then was on the run for a little bit, and then ended up. Uh, the guy ended up killing himself. But yeah, and then we have the school shooting in Texas and all that good stuff. Um, I'm not going to use this feedback to talk about all that. I would just, that's just my week just kept going and going and uh, put me in a bad headspace. But um, as for this movie, it's been a minute since I've watched it. So, and I didn't take any notes. Um, I didn't know you were going to be doing a review on it and I didn't watch it again yet i mean i'll watch it again at some point i'm sure but not anytime soon so this is be more off of my overall thoughts and feelings on it how i you know what i hopefully i'll remember some specifics but if not just my overall i actually enjoyed this batman movie which i was excited about because of um zoe um being in the movie um to be quite honest that was the main draw for me um uh is it robert pattinson i'm not a huge huge robert pattinson fan i don't know too much i didn't watch too many of his of anything that he's in um i did watch the twilight uh movies um and that's about it i'm like i can't recall anything else i know he's been in a bunch of other things but i haven't watched them i know he's he's in that movie tenant with um john david washington um i think that's how he's his name but i haven't watched that movie yet either so um so yeah there's some things that he's in i just haven't watched yet um so i'm sure i'll get around to it at some point and i actually liked him in this as that I mean i wasn't one of those people that was like as soon as i heard that he was you know uh slated for this role was as as people usually do um have their opinions without even seeing it i'm like these are actors they act you know so I mean, if you're a good actor i feel uh, Again, it may not be the vision you have of the person playing the role, but that doesn't mean they're not capable of doing a good job playing the role. Um, And so, but I mean, there are some, but I get it though, because there are some actors that I just, I don't like. So if it's a matter of you just don't like Robert Pattinson acting, 
um, then yeah, I can get not wanting to, or not being a fan of his or the work that you've seen him in or not, but I, I didn't have any feelings one way or the other. So I guess that's my roundabout way of saying that. I mean, I get it because you know, I do have my biases or my opinions about certain actors and I don't watch them uh, and, or I've seen certain things that they were in and I didn't like it. So I guess on that note, I can understand how some people could be skeptical, um, but he's done stuff since then and I wouldn't have, uh, yeah, I wouldn't have cared one way or the other for me. Um, so as for the movie, I liked, I, I mean, I liked the, the direction they went with it because I think we've gotten Bruce's backstory at nauseum. Every time they reboot the the Batman um, movies, they always start back at the beginning when his mom and you know and dad were killed. Um, so and I and I just like this different take on it that we didn't start there and just, you know show that we already know all of that kind of stuff. And I like the way they introduced. I like the way they did Catwoman in this one. I mean, she's my favorite Catwoman by far, and we didn't get nearly enough of her, in my opinion. Um, I would like to see more, but I like that her story intertwined with um, Bruce's story, and that we got to see that the um, that the antagonist uh, forget his name. See, that's what I mean. I f- I'm not gonna remember people's name. Um, but the, gosh, I can't remember the actor's name, but you know, the main guy, her father, um, that whole thing that, that was really well done and how, you know, she come to realize that it was her father that killed her mother because of how he was, he killed that one girl and her friend, um, because her mom died in a similar fashion and she put two and two together. And I like that she was her own person, but yet she was still vulnerable. She was allowed to be vulnerable, yet a badass at the same time. I enjoyed that. I enjoyed um, his portrayal of Batman. Uh, I'm not a huge, I've said this before, I'm not a huge Batman fan. I'm not, I mean, I watched some of the movies. I don't know if I watched all of them, um, but I've watched some. And I mean, it was, it's not horrible. I mean, it's not like, oh my God, uh, these, these are horrible movies, but it wasn't, I'm not invested in the character like that. It's not one of a character or superhero that's near and dear to me. Growing up, it was Superman. And then throughout the recent years, it's been The Flash have been my favorite superheroes. Um, then uh, I'm, I'm talking about on the DC side. Um, <laughs> sorry, I should, you know, make that clear. Um, and so, uh, it's, it's been, it was very, it was, and I like how they did the Riddler, Riddler, um, cause they made him, it, it just made him more grounded. I mean, he was still like, you know, doing, he, he wasn't, I was the word, um, looking for corny, I guess. It was real. I mean, he was still doing the Riddler, the essence of the Riddler, but it was more serious, more... um, He had a story that made sense um, for this, at least for me, it made sense. And uh, and it all intertwined. Um, It always comes back to that whole, you know, little people being forgotten 
And while the people with the money uh, continue on with their lives and um, they think that they're helping the little people and sometimes they do more harm than good. But in this instance, I mean, his, of course, for a minute there, I felt like, oh, I hope they're not having Bruce's dad go down like a dark path. But I mean, it kind of, uh, and the way the guy, um, um, Selena's father, uh, tried to uh, manipulate the facts of what happened to make it out to be that his father was on his side and wanted this to happen and that wasn't. But unfortunately, that's what happens when you you know, deal with shady characters and savory characters. They're not always on the up and up. They're not on that same level that you are um, when it comes to the, your, um, your vision for things. And so something that was supposed to have been for a good cause and upon his death ended up being forgotten. And then the Riddler was born from that, you know, his origin story, as we like to say in these superhero shows. Um, I like Gordon's portrayal. Portrayal um, the guy from Westworld again. I'm drawing a blank on names. I loved. I love his portrayal of Commissioner Gordon. Well, not quite Commissioner yet, but his coming up as the Commissioner. I love all that stuff. That you know, those type the beginning stages of everyone as they're in their quest to be a super, in their quest to uh, superhero journey. Um, and all, they're both everyone's journey. And so I'm excited. Um, my 10 minutes are up, so it didn't take long. But I'm excited for uh, a sequel to this one to see what happens next. Because I felt like it left a lot more story out there. So on that note, until next time, much love, peace, and Black Girl Magic. Queen of the Couch, Shy. That was Queen Shy with her thoughts on the movie. Um, I'm doing Tenet at the end of this month, so look out for that. And I didn't know Rob Pattinson was in that. So now I do. (laughs) That'll give me something to look forward to. Uh, As soon as you were saying don't judge someone before, I was chuckling my ass off because I was like, but I don't like Ben Affleck. (laughs) So I was uh, also laughing just as hard when you was like backing it up a little bit. Like, well, wait a minute. There is actor bias. Like if I don't like you, I don't like you. And that's, that's, it's like, that is not Batman. The minute I saw it, I'm like, you're not that great of an actor to me. And you certainly do not encompass, look like, feel like Batman. Um, I was thinking about what you said about, um, because a lot of people were mad that in the Joker that they tainted the Waynes by making Thomas a bit of an asshole. But it made sense to me, even in the context of that particular universe in that movie, because all of the politicians like, oh, everyone's corrupt except this one right here that happens to be the head of all of it. That felt a little bit of a stretch. So they doubled down and not made him the villain, but not made him they made him more infallible made him more flawed that's the word i'm looking for and i feel like they came to a happy medium where they didn't put him all the way in the gutter but they also didn't make him infallible um they made him someone that was capable of making mistakes or you know having a judgment call 
and the fact that you do have a little bit of psych psych history in the family of possible mental unstableness that's added an added little extra bit of storytelling that you can do with the bruce wayne characterization that i think was smart for the most part i agree with everything else you said i think i got enough of selena but i do feel if they were going to give me 40 extra more minutes then it could have been focused more on fleshing out that a little bit more of the character we could have saw her a little bit more in action but i also don't feel like i was lacking and i really do look forward to what they do with this series in the future and as far as favorite characters batman's always been up there for me (laughs) batman comes before the flash easily every time that's what i enjoyed about the dc is that it was a darker comic and i didn't have to deal with oh i'm not going to kill you or i'm not gonna beat you into a bloody pulp when sometimes that's how you feel you ain't gotta kill someone to still beat the shit out of their ass so dc always to me was much more preferred storytelling and more interesting than marvel ever was it's just too cookie cutter but glad to get your thoughts on this movie and i look forward to your thoughts because i see you already sent feedback on stranger things your audio sounded fine i don't think it's anything to do with your app or anything it's just how some people are a lot you're some people speak a lot more softly but it's not that you're far away or anything like that so i don't want you to really change the app because i don't think that's the issue at all i think it's just you know your mic is only at a certain volume and then it just needs to have a little boost so there's it's not a biggie don't think that's a biggie at all if you want to send feedback for our next movie review i believe we're going to do the card counter and then on saturday we're doing i think we're doing after yang because flash is not on so i don't want to do another episode of television because we will be wrapping up severance this week look forward to when i will be putting out the mine hunter season two wrap up it'll be sometime this week i don't have it on the calendar because it's not a rush order <laughs> but i will end up doing a season two review for it maybe i don't know i have this i, nah, I think i will because there are some things i do want to talk about that they and i've already watched it i actually already binged it through so it's just when i have the time to really construct all my thoughts on it and I want to make sure it's a worthwhile podcast because if I don't have much to say, then I'm just going to be like, well, here's my, well, if that is, that's what you want. <laughs> 10 minutes of this is what I like. This is what I didn't like. And, uh, I really do wish it was getting a season three, but I rambled enough. So my social media will be below. You can send feedback to blackercotch at gmail.com. Wherever you listen to this podcast, Podbean, Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify, do me a favor drop some stars leave a review i highly appreciate it until the next time peace hair grease and black girl magic